two, one, and we are now live. Uh, so welcome to everyone. Um, and this is our first 2020 True Entrepreneur Story live Facebook streaming. Um, and we have our first guest of 2020 uh, for this first uh, Facebook live, Maria. Zdravkova. Did I say this right, Maria? Yes, you did, Arian. It's very good. Thank you very much. And I've been practicing. So here <laughs> you go. So let me introduce you to our fantastic guest today. Uh, so Maria was uh, born in Bulgaria. Uh, she did most of her studies. Uh, she did her studies in Bulgaria, then on, moved on to uh, Spain, where she did her master in advanced finance, uh, then her internship um, in Bulgaria, moved on to her first job in uh, Germany um, and as a credit office hedge funds, and uh, the second position you got into finance was portfolio management specialist for DWS. So uh, we're, it's quite international here. Maria speaks lots of different languages, uh, obviously her mother tongue, but also uh, Spanish, fluently Spanish, uh, German, uh, English, obviously, because Maria is now based in uh, West London, um, in yep. Chiswick, in the lovely Chiswick area. If, any of you know this area i quite like it myself um so yes and uh, maria is the founder of uh, money chats so that's moneychats.com um, and we're here today talking about money for all the startup entrepreneurs and uh, small business owners following us here at a true entrepreneur stories podcast so welcome maria thank you ariane um so maria um we had a little uh, discussion beforehand and uh, i had quite a few questions for you i think you have a lot to contribute uh, to our po podcast today uh, with our viewers and our listeners. And I think I'd like to um, ask you, I, I'm guessing like everyone else, how and why did you get into uh, business uh, finance and um, portfolio management? What's your big why? As I mentioned to you privately before, I love money. I realized at a very early age that not being good with money is not a good thing in life. It brings a lot of limitations, a lot of struggles. Um, not worrying about money allows you to focus on things that are really important. But the majority of people are so busy worrying about money that that's basically their days and their weeks and their months sometimes. So. I didn't want to be in this position and uh, I realized that I need to know about money because uh, very often it's not about how much you make, it's about how much you keep and it's about understanding. Most people think that if they make a little bit more, everything is going to be okay. And uh, then they discover that it isn't. 
we have great examples of uh, movie stars and uh, sports people, especially boxers are particularly good at making great money and then going bankrupt. So yeah, that was always interesting for me. So money is definitely freedom, isn't it? And like you mentioned, um, it's, it allows that uh, freedom to, to make decision on other factors uh, then money, isn't it, when coming down to making decisions. So it's taking out of the equation uh, when you are, you are financially free to make decisions based on upon other factors, isn't it? Exactly. It takes out a lot of stress. So that was um, uh, the very big why. Um, and coming, coming next to our next question, uh, your favorite quotes. So, what's your favorite quotes, Maria? Um, I have two actually, and they're for different situation. In terms of personal finance, I have a very favorite quote from a show called Lipstick Jungle. One of the main characters were date was dating a, a billionaire, and uh, she asked him something about uh, what he can afford and he said it's not what I can afford it's what I choose to afford so I think it's very important to think what we choose to afford it's a lot of us spend money on things that are just a distraction for from what's really important and uh that is manageable. Just think what you choose to afford. And in terms of small business and any business actually, um, what I learned in business school and in life is that cash is king. That is the most important thing. You might be having great receivables and revenues um, in theory. If no cash is coming in, you're in trouble. Absolutely, cash is king. That was yeah. uh, your quote number two, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's very important for uh, business owners. Absolutely, uh, I I can't agree more. Uh, uh, cash is king, especially in our society. Uh, I think that we we uh, did mention this when we uh, announced uh, today's episode. Um, unfortunately, we are governed by cash. Uh, so it is a necessity. Uh, so that was for a quote, uh, your favorite quote. Um, one other question we had was, uh, what do you like the most about what you do, uh, Maria? We also mentioned part of this when we announced that um, apart from health, money is the second very important uh, think in life and very often it can help even with health issues. Sometimes they're just a matter of can you afford that? Mm -hmm. um, so it's really good to be able to help people to improve their situation and their quality of life by teaching them more about how to deal with their finance, finances. Um, and. Uh, as you know, I'm especially keen on helping women. That was based on my um, personal experiences because I had my own travel. Despite my job being a lot about finance, I didn't always uh, 
I was not always good with my personal situation, but uh, once I realized that I was uh, able to change it very, very quickly because I did have the knowledge. And uh, speaking to my friends, I realized that um, it wasn't just me, a lot of very well educated um, and doing very well professionally friends of mine, female, turned out they were not investing, they were not thinking so much about their financial planning mm -hmm. and financial future. Um, so I realized that we are a bit behind and uh, it's good to do something in this direction. And then after that, the business finance gap and need also just appeared. So, And I guess um, money talks, money chats is still um, taboo uh, in a way. Um, it, it, it has been a very long time and still is in a way we start to talk more about money but um it's still seen as a taboo subject from from what i can see and i think having that open conversation with um uh, whether it's um business owners small as uh, startup entrepreneurs or even people in general having having that open talk that open dialogue really helps um don't you don't you agree i absolutely agree and it's uh very good to go seek professional help if you are struggling um to organize your thing if you even if you don't want to speak with your friends they are not always in a position to to help you um but Speaking to somebody who is specializing with this could be very helpful, especially based on the fact that they're not going to go gossip about it because it's between you and them. Um, sometimes, especially if you're really struggling, spending a little bit of money that you think you cannot afford, just put it aside and do it. It will save you a lot and it will improve things a lot in the future. Look at the long game. This is. My money philosophy is look at the long game. It's always better to do what is better long term, even if you have to restrict some consumption and give up something that you think you cannot live without at the moment. Absolutely. Um, and um, uh, that that's so very true. And also, I think because those subjects are not so much talked about, a lot of people um, are going through a hard time and even some people go through depression. Uh, it's so much stress, so much pressure, uh, financial financial problems um, can become so much of a problem that some people do fall into depression uh, and, and some cases are pretty bad, isn't it, Maria? Yeah, it is. And, uh... People are hiding it and they seem like they're doing great and everything is uh, fine. But then you realize that, I'll give an example. I had this understanding once I started discussing these topics. My friends were not excited or super open about it, but uh, I feel very passionate on the topic. So I was telling them what I'm planning to do. I was telling them about my seminars, about my research, about my discoveries. So um, 
people will start sharing a little bit more and be a bit more relaxed and I obviously don't want to share anybody's story who's shared anything with me but I realized that people who I thought had a very comfortable life were actually living if not month to month um, two to three months ahead and they were basically going to default on payments everything was on credit Mm -hmm. everything was it was nothing like it looked and i realized that this should bring actually a lot of stress and it's it's many more people than uh we think Uh, i think things have changed in our society where credit is much more available uh, much more accessible um and a lot of people tell me if I'm uh, uh, if I'm right or, or not, but uh, people get in problem in a lot of problem because now uh, credit is so available and so accessible. You're absolutely right, and it's actually a very cultural thing. The situation in, Ger- in Germany is very different, but Anglo-Saxon culture is that. A lot of social pressure. People feel they need to have certain things. They are expected to behave a certain way. If you're making a certain income, they have to be spending a certain amount. And it's very funny because I'll give you an example. I remember a time when my salary increased with 500 euro and my credit card limit was increased with 6,000 euro. <laughs> that is 12 times more, right? So the more you make, the more credit is available to you. And if you don't know how to control yourself. Um, and just to mention, um, the charges on the credit card were around um, 1% a month. Mm. And people ignore that because even if it's not a huge limit, if you have 5,000 in credit card debt, um, that can, uh, if you're not paying it off, if you're just paying minimum payments, it can go to about 500 per year. It's, it's ridiculous. Yes. It's, uh, it's quite, uh, frightening and uh, going back to, um, to business a little bit, because a lot of our uh, viewers uh, uh, and listeners are um, entrepreneurs um, or uh, small business owners. Um, would you like to share with them two uh, two things that uh, you would have liked to know um, long ago uh, and would like to share uh, with them? So a piece of advice uh, for startup community watching us today. Yeah, I think it's very important to do your research. I did quite a bit of research um, before I started doing this seminar. So I knew that I was working in a bank and if um, there were women there who were not investing, that is happening in every other institution around. So really know your market, know your target and uh, I think that's the most important in order to start. Um, and it's not uh, it's not because you are a startup that you should leave the figures, uh, the numbers for later, isn't it? Oh no, definitely not. It's uh, that is 
my financial advice is actually going to be to learn your numbers. You don't have to be an accountant. You don't have to be a master of that. But I think everybody needs to understand their financial statements. Um, I've noticed that there are people who are starting a business and they don't make a difference between very basic terms starting from uh, what is revenue, what is gross profit, what is net profit. Take it the following way. You should know on what you're paying taxes and what you can subtract before you pay taxes. Because it's going to decrease your taxes. There are people who don't understand what that is. They have 300 in revenues. They think they have to pay taxes on these 300, but that is not the situation. Exactly, and we discovered that quite recently, isn't it, Maria? Um, Um, Yes, it was a super interesting um, talk that uh, Vinu gave us at the Gaia Network. And... uh, it was very useful for me, mm-hmm. but have, I realized... To have an insight yes. on what is actually going on, um, like you mentioned, isn't it, Maria? Exactly. It was very interesting what I learned from Vinu, who is an accountant, which I am not. I'm a finance professional, but I'm not an accountant. So um, his insights were very interesting for me, but the reaction of the audience was even more interesting for me because I realized, okay, people, I applaud the fact that they're doing something. I think taking action is very important and it's better to do something and fail or learn on the way than waiting to be perfect. Yes. Uh, And never putting anything outside. That is definitely very important. And uh, in a way, I'm doing the same. I mean, even my website is still under construction and it's getting slowly improved. But it's there. If you want to find me, you can find me. Absolutely. And that's one of the teachings that um, I pass on to my startup uh, and small business owners is to start somewhere. You must have, obviously, a strategy a plan but you have to start and business just like finance um is a work in progress so you start uh, very in very similar ways uh, finance and business you start with a plan and and with time with the environment things will change isn't it maria exactly um everything will change but you need to do a little bit of research and uh know about the financial situation because every small business has financials right it's not something the way every person has personal finance the same way every business has financials and that's what we are working for profit and revenue so they need to know what is happening over there and how this is working so uh, maria for our startup uh, entrepreneurs listening, what are the key elements they should uh, investigate? Um, so the first one we have already speaking, we've been already speaking about that. It's the profit and loss statement, also known as income statement. And this is exactly where you're going to see your revenues, your expenses. Um, then your gross profit and uh, after those taxes you're going to see net income. This is extremely simplified 
but um, this I think is the more the most important thing to be understood by a small business owner when your accountant does these things for you you need to understand those numbers and what they are yeah so moving on to our small business owners yeah. uh, we were talking about uh, startup entrepreneurs moving on to small business owners who already had a financial plan, um, who have a general understanding of their finance, of their business finance. Um, so they have, uh, they have two options, right? Financially with their mm -hmm. business as an exit strategy for their business, uh, which is either to sell their business on or to go IPO, initial public offer, uh, to find a public to sell shares two of their business and in that in mind uh, as a business um, uh, as a financial planner what should business owners focus on with that in mind as a, with an exit strategy in mind um so they need to realize that those financial statements that they are getting um income statement balance sheet and cash flow statement are what is going or projections on them so there's going to be taken certain um years of data and based on that there's going to be projected certain growth and these statements are going to be projected for a few years ahead five years ten years depends on the industry depends on the econ economy depends on many many things but um these projections are going to be used to come up with a number that you can sell your business for or if it's going to be an IPO um, share price target mm. share price in, is in what's addition. going to be used mm. it's when you're selling you're not selling the assets of your business but you're selling um, discounted future cash flows yes so, the potential the exactly potential, uh, uh, yes um, and obviously adding the traction to the business, the, the, the traction of the business in terms of following, uh, for example, and some additional things to uh, the fi finance and the, the numbers, uh, isn't it, Maria? Yeah. Um, so all this to say is very important. It's not uh, because you are a startup that you should uh, whisk through this. You should take a moment, isn't it? And understand uh, the numbers and focus on the bottom line, which is money is king, making money, <laughs> profit. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Making some profit. And uh, it also is what is used for planning. Um, you have to take those statements and uh, you can come up with what you need to do uh, in a year or in a month. You can come to particular numbers, how many new clients you need, how many new orders you need. It's very easy to plan and to manage and, when you uh, understand those numbers. And another thing we forgot to mention was um, if a small business is, is looking into uh, getting finance from banks or private investors, the, they will look at those figures, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. These figures are used for everything, basically, except for your physical production um, or finding clients. 
these figures are used for everything. It's a to give you an example, you can go and look at those figures when you buy cosmetics. Uh, I've seen a couple of very useful YouTube videos where somebody analyzed and explained that um, the production costs for a unit of a very expensive uh, cosmetics line was very similar as to a pharmacy drugstore brand quality so when you're buying the more expensive one there is maybe a little bit more expense on uh research and development mm. but the rest is branding and marketing yes. so it doesn't get much better than the pharmacy brand um so it's really useful to understand that not just for your own business but for the way that you're spending you can look into your suppliers and see if you can maybe find a, a similar quality on a better price who knows absolutely um we're moving on now to business tips uh, maria so uh let's see what uh we had you did cover this just we did cover this just now uh business tip number one just a, a recap uh so it was understanding your uh income statements the difference between revenue gross profits uh, net profits and which number uh, the tax is being paid uh, for. So that was uh, tip number one, which applies to startup entrepreneurs as well. Okay, yep. let's be clear on that. Uh, business tip number two, um, understand the cash flow, the difference uh, between revenue, sources of cash. Uh, yes, was that correct? The business tip number two? Yeah, that was correct because um, revenue doesn't always equal cash flow for startups and smaller companies. It could be a close number, but it is not the same number. And uh, it's it's important to understand the uses of cash, where your cash is going out and also the sources of cash from where it's uh, coming in, because exactly those cash flows or the projection of those cash flows are going to be used for uh, planning or to be discounted in order for evaluation to be done absolutely and yeah. business tip number three uh, use the understand what we uh, use the understanding to plan to model i think we mentioned this earlier so it's using it as a plan um and it's going to progress as the business progresses as the environment changes isn't it maria Exactly, and it's also really um, to help you plan reasonably. If you go back and look in the past three years and you realize that your growth was 5% and suddenly you want to plan for 30%, maybe not the best idea. Or maybe you have to come up with a new new plan and see how you can make those 30% happen. You know, I'm not saying it's impossible, but yes, it's, is it, it realistic? It's just like with everything else, it's uh, having a goal to achieve and finding, having a strategy to, to get to the goal, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it applies to finance as well, wouldn't you say? I would definitely say finance is like any other area you have to plan, you have to develop, you have to learn. 
Fabulous. So tell, uh, tell us, Maria, if uh, some of our listeners, viewers, are interested in getting in touch with you, they can uh, have a quick look at your uh, um, Money Chats website, which is money-chats.com. How, how else can they get in touch with you, Maria? Um, by email, I think you provided that. It's M-I-M-I-Z-D-R at gmail.com we will we will add this in uh, in the comments um or they can get through to us and we'll forward uh, the inquiry on to you uh, maria um, sure. anything else you, that uh, you would like to share uh, that we didn't cover here maria with our listening and our viewers i think i have one advice for people that has been very helpful to me in other areas where I've struggled. Um, there is a lot of information out there and there is nothing super revolutionary. But if you want to save time, this is, I think, what we are providing. Um, time-saving, information synthesized and made simple. It's not a finance textbook for people who have never studied finance. and. Uh, the most important part of the advice is that sometimes it really helps to make yourself accountable to another human being. Yes, I second that. Absolutely. Accountability. It's um, You're always going to go to the gym if you have a personal training session and it's not so certain that I am going to go to the gym if left to my own devices. Um, so this is another topic. If you're struggling, if you're difficult, if it's difficult for you and you're always trying to, oh, I'm going to learn tomorrow or I'm going to read this tomorrow, but you're not doing it, just look for some help. And especially for uh, startup entrepreneurs or small business owners, they need to focus on delivering their crafts, their business services, uh, their, their products. They have they are experts in what they do uh, so not so much in in other things and and that's probably the best way to uh, uh, to outsource to an expert an expert like yourself um, learning having a general understanding is very important uh, like you mentioned earlier Maria uh, I completely second that you need to learn how to understand your numbers you, you, you shouldn't rely 100% on uh, someone else. You should be able to understand them yourself, isn't it, Maria? Yeah, exactly. Um, you do need to be able to understand. Um, once you are big enough, maybe you can hire your, yourself a financial chief financial officer or something like that. But until then, even then, you need to understand absolutely no your numbers no your numbers cash is king <laughs> <laughs> we'll remember that maria thank you so much uh for sharing some of your expertise with our uh, listener and viewers here at true uh, stories of entrepreneurs um again if you want to get in touch with maria either contact her directly or through us um, we will be in touch, Maria, through the Gaia Network. Um, it's very, very, in a similar way, you're very passionate about helping women in business. 
um, yes. you have done uh, back back home, I believe. Yes, um, actually in Germany. In Germany. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, and this is how we met through the Gaia Network, uh, women in business in West London. Um, things happen for a reason. Here you go. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me, Ariane. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Maria. And uh, for our listener, join us next week uh, where we have Hajat of uh, Zen Treasures. So a slightly different subject next week. Um, uh, very interesting as well. But until then, uh, feel free to get in touch with us, replay this. If you have any questions, please do get in touch. Thank you so much, Maria. Thank you, Ariane. Bye. Bye, everyone.